Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Because no one ever said life is fair, here is Foul Territory with Jeff and Jen on Sports Overnight America. Hello, good evening, and welcome in, everyone. It's Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America, back on the air for uh, the first time in almost a week here, coming off of NBA All-Star Weekend in Cleveland, or as I like to call it, uh, the first Sunday without anything big going on in the world of sports. Uh, this was a good opportunity for you and I, Jen, uh, after, I mean, it's nonstop for us from opening day at the beginning of April, the end of March, you know, whenever it's going to take place this year, it's really the end of football season because everything else overlaps at that point. You know, opening day, uh, gives you the final four, you know, this year or, you know, in 2021, it was the weekend after. Um, and then we get, uh, you know, once we get opening day, we get the uh, final four. We get the, the national championship game in college basketball. Uh, and then we almost immediately start the NBA and the NHL playoffs. Those take us to the summer, which hits us about halfway through baseball season. Baseball season has the sports calendar to itself uh, for the month of July, uh, most of the month of August. So you get preseason games on the NFL kicks off. So, I, you know, we're really going full steam from early April until early February. And it was a nice little break to get caught up on all of the things that have happened in the last 10 months on the streaming services. Yeah, it was. Uh, so uh, some news uh, from the weekend. Uh, it's probably going to spark a lot more conversation would be uh, Juwan Howard slapping a Wisconsin assistant coach. He's going to be suspended for the rest of the regular season, but he will not lose his job. We've got Aaron Rodgers news. We've got Chris Paul news. Uh, we've got so much to talk about and barely enough time to do so. Jen Rich and Jeff Rich with you in Phoenix, Arizona. It's foul territory on Sports Overnight America. You're listening to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and we'll be right back.
Exergen would like you to know about an important new study by the FDA. It confirms what the medical community has always known. Non-contact thermometers are not accurate, and they fail to meet FDA requirements for accuracy and labeling. With new strains of COVID on the rise, we can't afford to tolerate rampant false temperature readings from non-contact thermometers. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. You need Exergen thermometers because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure. Be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Yes, I'm so sorry about the wait, ma'am. I'll be with you shortly. Um, Carrie, how many appointments did we book at 2.30? Jin's physical therapy clinic is pretty stretched. He needs another PT before patients get bent out of shape. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Let's say your business does $10,000 to $15,000 or more monthly revenue. There are times when you need more cash flow to run your business, right? Well, if you're a business owner in this situation, you need to call the Merchant Funding Line. We don't play by bank rules. We're a direct lender with the power to approve deals. We look at your business and we decide how much money to lend you. Good credit or bad credit, even if your business was affected by the recent pandemic. If your business is solid, we can lend you up to $500,000 in one day. That's a half a million dollars in one day. Use the money for anything you think is right to run your business. If you need money, call now to learn how easy it is to get up to $500,000 in as little as one day. 800-905-7186. 800-905-7186. That's 800-905-7186. She's flipping the script. Yeah. It's time for her to ask the questions. Here's Jen Rich with today's headlines. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sports Online America. I am Jen Rich, sitting with Jeff Rich here in Phoenix. Uh, it's Monday, so I typically stumble over my words on Mondays or Tuesdays, sometimes Wednesdays too. Usually by Thursdays, I'm pretty golden. But uh, when you're not listening to us live, make sure you get us on the social medias at What's Up Riches, at Jeff Rich Talks, at A Girl of Many Hats. And of course, don't forget the Sports Byline Network at Sports Byline USA. This is the part of the evening where I take some time aside to ask Jeff some questions. Um, 
haven't been able to hear on my left ear for about a week. So I'm going to ask you questions, but I'm not going to actually listen to the answers because I can't hear them. I'll just kind of loop it around so that you catch it in. Oh, the right ear. The right ear is closer to me. The right ear is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So. So so we don't need to throw the screwballs. I yeah. can just I could just throw heat right back at you. Yeah, probably. Into your good ear. Into my good ear. My mm-hmm. one good ear that I have. All right. So the NBA's 75th season, Cleveland was chosen to host the All-Star game. As you might have guessed, it can be cold and snowy in Cleveland in February. Should the NBA do like the NFL do with the Super Bowl and keep their big event in warm weather cities? Uh, are we playing basketball games outside? We should. I think it'd be a whole bunch more interesting if we did well i i'm just saying that the variable gets eliminated when you consider where the game is played because we've had super bowls in detroit we've had super bowls in indianapolis uh national championship game too was in indianapolis just last year uh we had the, the uh I don't remember what I had something else to list. Something else happened that was exciting. Well, I mean, your one Super Bowl was the New York, and and I'm going to consider that the the outlier game that was played in intentionally cold weather. You know, because we've seen like rainy days in Miami. Uh, I'm not sure the history with the San Diego and the uh, L.A. Super Bowls, but, uh, you know, outdoor Super Bowls always run that risk. If you play it in New Orleans, it's going to be inside. If you play it in Glendale, Arizona, it's very likely going to be inside, though they could open that roof, but they won't in no. February for no, that. they never do. Or really anything at all. No. So no. I don't uh, know why they made it with an optional open roof. Should they? No, they should rotate the NBA All-Star game to the entire league because, you know, if they could play Super Bowls in cold weather cities with indoor venues, you're always playing the NBA All-Star game at an indoor venue unless you want to go outdoors. And I, I think it'd be kind of a cool idea to put the floor in it like Chase Field and open the roof up so that it, uh, it can be played in an open air arena or even on the tennis courts at uh, Indian Wells there in Palm Springs. Uh, yeah, like they kind of forget about that place. Yeah, they have a basketball game, you know, an outdoor game there every once in a while. But, you know, I mean, you see with the college games, you know, that they, they tried to play on the aircraft carriers and they were always having problems with the weather and, you know, keeping the floor uh, dry. So, uh, no, there, there's no reason the the all-star games in new orleans enough it's been in phoenix enough and it's at staples center or whatever the heck they're calling it now enough so no Uh, you know give milwaukee all-star games uh you know if we put a team in buffalo give them an all-star game anywhere but toronto really just because you want everybody to be able to get there just had this vision of the guy with the giant spongy on a stick that mops up all the water from the nba courts the basketball courts the mops. on a aircraft carrier being sad as he tries to like keep up with the rain that falls on and eventually just getting mad and throwing it in the ocean and walking away it's pretty much how it goes <laughs> so many were critical of the slam dunk contest which used to be more popular than the game itself what did everybody hate about this year's event uh, no superstars, no innovation, no creativity, just kind of a waste of everybody's time. And I, I think we're just kind of there in all sports. I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really up for the home run derby. I know that the NHL does some, uh, you know, skills competitions and things like that. I guess I'm not, I'm just not that big of an all-star game person. Uh, the baseball game is about the only thing that does anything for me. And it's because it's remained traditional. It's remained American league versus national league. If you did a, a team trout versus team, Kershaw, you know, just for lack of a, a better example, 
I wouldn't care. Oh, American League, National League, uh, it allows 15 fans worth of team, you know, teams worth of fans on both sides to kind of get behind the league that they're, you know, uh, that, that the team that they support plays. So, uh, slab dunk contest, uh, you know, if you get all the superstars to play, it's great. If you start coming up with creative dunks, and it's tough. It's been almost 40 years they've been doing this contest now. So uh, there's just not a lot of, you know, we've just kind of reached the end of physical accomplishment. But, you know, it, we'll see. Maybe they, have to, you know, maybe they uh, do something to up it next year. Jump over two or three cars instead of just one. That's the last, last dunk I know about. Is please Blake Griffin jumping over the uh, bumper of a yeah, car of like a spark of like the tiniest car of all time too? I don't know that it was that Baron Davis fit in it. Uh, I think it was a Kia Optima or something like that. It was small. All Kias were small. It was small. With Jared Allen being added as a late replacement in the game, Cleveland had two All Stars in the game. The other was Darius Garland. The drama from the Lakers claimed he was Cleveland's third All-Star. Is this guy who walked away twice really trying to reinsert himself into that situation? Of course he is. Of course he is. Uh, you know, the, the cupboard is bare where he's at in Lakerland. They're you know, a couple games under 500. If they make the playoffs, they're going to... I, you know, they're they're very likely going to get crushed by any of the top teams in the Western Conference. Uh, it's time to, you know, when the going get tough, uh, LeBron get going. All right. The game's actual MVP was Steph Curry, who scored 50 and hit 16 three-pointers in the game. How important was it for the other player born in Akron to get the last shot? Was it big for the game or big enough to satisfy someone's ego? Well, it was a little bit of both. Uh, you know, of course, you have to satiate that ego. But uh, this all-star game, uh, you know, and it's weird because he doesn't even play for the home team. But this was uh, definitely going to be James' all-star game. I think that it was a nice little twist. You know, they never really mentioned it much over the years that uh, other than the fact that Steph Curry was born in the same hospital as LeBron James, that Steph Curry was born in Ohio because his father, Del Curry, played for the Cleveland Cavaliers when, you know, when he was born or, you know, and, and you know, that that's how it worked out. That's how he was born in Ohio, but he never really uh, lived there at all. I thought it was huge for Steph Curry. I think that, uh, you know, there's a little bit of feeling that they've got to have. They played four of the five uh, NBA finals that they've qualified for over the last decade in that building. Uh, so Steph Curry getting 50 and, you know, upstaging the, uh, the aging, uh, star for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, you know, cool moment, I guess, if you like him, but, uh, for someone like me and half of America that doesn't care for, uh, LeBron's whole shtick, you know, it was kind of par for the course. Of course he had to take the last shot, but yeah, he, he could have missed and they had to give him the ball again. So good for him for making the shot. I was going to say, I can't wait until there's a period of time where we don't have to talk about this guy, but I don't see any situation besides an untimely passing where we don't ever have to talk about this guy. The wrong guy got in the helicopter. Yeah, like why wasn't he there as well? Someone's going to probably attack me online. That's fine. Why did Chris Paul play in the All-Star game? We've known since last Wednesday that something's been wrong with his little paw. Uh, Chris Paul played probably played in the All-Star game because Monty Williams was uh, coaching uh, in the game, and there's a connection between the two of them. Uh, Chris Paul... 
He played two minutes. He played two minutes. Uh, it didn't look like he did anything to aggravate the injury. Of course, he shouldn't have been playing. Uh, you know, if he's going to get surgery, uh, you know, did it happen? Is it happening in the coming days? Did it, did he cost himself any time on the rehab cycle? Let's say that he gets back for like game five of the first round of the playoffs rather than being there for the whole series. If they, if the Suns get upset in the first round and Chris Paul, is either not there for every game or not right. Uh, I, I think that we'd have a reason to be concerned, but I think this is an opportunity for the Suns to, uh, you know, for, for Monty Williams to learn what his depth is because the only thing standing between right now, this moment right now, at a parade down Central Avenue or wherever the heck they're going to have it in Phoenix, Arizona, is just making sure everybody's healthy to get them across the finish line. I think that if you uh, if you had a healthy Chris Paul throughout the playoffs, if you had a fully healthy uh, Devin Booker, and you know mentally all the way there, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, they both played bad games in the finals. I think that you've got the shooting now. I think that you've got the depth in the front court. Uh, I welcome Torrey Craig back into the fold, but uh, JaVale McGee provides depth at center that they just didn't have a year ago. Um, I believe in the Suns with or without Chris Paul. Uh, obviously, to get it done in the playoffs, I think that they are going to require his services, but I think they could finish the regular season, lock up the, that top seed, and with any amount of luck, get Chris Paul back the last week of the season or at least for game one of these 2022 uh, NBA playoffs. And with that, uh, we're going to throw it to a break. I got Jen Rich uh, sitting just to my left. My name is Jeff Rich. This is Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America. We'll be right back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. She says is final. Jen Rich is always keeping score here on Sports Overnight America. Hello again, this time from the Sports Byline Update Desk, where I am probably still Jen Rich. I'm Ron Burgundy. Only a couple of scores to throw at you from the NHL. NBA is still chilling from their all-star break, and MLB is deciding what they want to do with their life. So over on the ice in the NHL. Why don't they join the Army or something? <laughs> just make up a mind. Join the Army or something. Jesus. All right. So over on the ice in the NHL, the Bruins beat the Avalanche 5-1. to one. Carolina won 4-3 to three in overtime with Philadelphia. Calgary won a 10th straight after a 3-1 to one win over the Jets. I think I saw that that's a franchise record for them. Canadians go up early, hold on to win 5-2 to two over the Maple Leafs, and Seattle lost 5-2 to two to Vancouver. That's like literally all that's happened today. So hopefully Jeff has something a little bit more positive and uplifting over there. No, let's build on your segment there. Uh, something was a franchise record or something? Yeah, uh, 10 straight wins. 10 straight wins. Who is that for? Uh, Canadians. Which Canadians? Calgary. Calgary. Oh, oh, the Flames. Flames. The yeah. Canadians that we call Flames. Yeah. The Canadians of Western Hot up Canada. in their kitchen. Yeah. All right, uh, 10 straight. 10 straight. 10 straight for the Ottawa? Flames. Calgary. Flames. Alberta. Gotcha. Yeah, you know where they played uh, before they were uh, taken away and moved to Canada? That's kind of I a recurring I can't keep script. track of the NHL drama that has we're, unfolded we're in, in the, Canada. Where in the southern United States do we go to pull uh, 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 Canadian hockey teams? Well, I mean, we stole one of their hockey teams. Yeah, yeah, but but when Canada steals them back, where do they typically come from? It's a city of Atlanta. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used Poor to be man. the Atlanta Flames, uh, much like the the Winnipeg Jets used to be the Atlanta Thrashers. But it's you know it's the opposite because it, it, so many went south. They were like birds. They flew south well, yeah. for the nineties or the two thousands, and then they flew back. Well, Hartford's in the United States. Hartford ended up becoming the Hartford Whalers became the Carolina, not the Panthers, but the Hurricanes. Hurricanes, yes. Even though there are Panthers in hockey. There are. Well, there are Panthers in South Florida, 
and there are hurricanes in South Florida at the school in Coral Gables. And then there are Panthers and hurricanes in North Carolina, but not in the same place in North Carolina. The, the hockey team plays in Raleigh. Right. That's tonight's geography lesson anyway. Do we usually have one? No. We probably could. No, we, we definitely we probably could. could explain where half of the places, half of the teams we talk about are. Well, I, I think you'd appreciate learning where some of these places are. Yeah, probably. Baseball's easy. Like really, everything in the United States, yeah, because you know when you have one basketball team and one baseball team, yeah, mostly north of the border. So you know, hockey's you know, it's a little, you know, a little bit challenging because there are seven Canadian markets and. Oh boy, they they'd love it to be eight. They'd love Arizona to be at zero and Canada to be at eight. But oh, they've uh, been watching the drama in Arizona like vultures up there, just waiting to swoop down and right. snaggle their team back. So you know, we we get through the rest of this season. Uh, it, it will admittedly, we only have like a month and a half left, and there's definitely not going to be any postseason for the Coyotes. You're not. You don't think there's going to be any kind of runner. I like how you just chuckle when I when I start to develop the thought bubble to, that uh, takes on such an obvious stage. I mean, I finally got to on uh, social media. I howl whenever the Coyotes win, and there's a W for every W that they have. And when I howled last night, it was the first time in legit almost three weeks since they had won a game. Now, does it carry over to the second line yet? Are you st- are you, are we still at few enough victories here in the Valley of the Sun? That I think it's still singular line at this point. It's a singular line. What, Even what is with it? the three exclamation points. Twelve. Twelve, I think. Yeah. Do the expl- okay, no, does, do the does the exclaiming do anything? No, I just have three expl- exclamation points after the howl. Oh, I thought that that was for games that they won by no. more than a goal or regulation. Win. <laughs> yeah, there's like 11 wins, but only three of them came in regulation. So Nope, just an H and O, 12 W's, an L, and three exclamation points. And that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised that you didn't also adapt the howl with the L's. But that would be really. I almost likely. did because it was another one of those seasons where it took them about a month and a half to win, and I think I did start counting losses there for a bit. But I, I yelp. It's yelp. a yelp, and then an L for every loss in the yelp. So it's gonna work. Like we are, we're not speculating that it's going to work. We are telling everybody that it's going to work once the NHL moves its team to its season ticket. You know, to a geographically friendly region to its season ticket base. Right. Because you could do this. Putting ex- it out in Familyville an hour and a half away from everybody who's willing to go to hockey games was not a good idea. Yeah. F- families don't do crap for you. No. F- families look good on TV. Hey, bring your kids to I the mean, arena. don't get me wrong. I'm sure they love the strip malls, the chain restaurants, the movie theaters, the other garbage that they put around the hockey arena in an effort to entice people to go out there. But in terms of the team that plays there, they don't care about hockey. No, no. And, and it's never been about putting yeah. a good West team family, on the ice. West Valley family of six is not going to be participating in the Tuesday night game of, you know, the Coyotes playing the Red Wings. That's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're not going to miss the Coyotes either. It, it was something to do. Maybe they, maybe that's something to do can be bull riding. But As I say, they, they seem to be content with uh, – Taylor Swift concerts and bull riding and motocross and whatever other crap they do in stadiums. That's just exactly that. Municipalities that lose 41 home dates a year think that they and think that they're going to replace it with bull riding and and concerts. Taylor Swift and 
it's just JoJo, not going to happen. Whatever. So, so we've got this small arena you know, uh, on the campus of ASU uh, that looks like it was kind of a roller skating rink that they're going to put 5,000 seats around. That place is going to be crazy every night that they play. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the biggest home ice advantages in hockey while they play. I think it's going to rejuvenate sm- the party scene of ASU that I feel has been kind of lost over the last decade or so. I think it's become very stereotypical. I think that, that that's the case with a lot of you know, a lot of universities across the United States is, you know, you just yeah, you, you've enforced so many rules that you have made it all about, you know, there's a longer list of things that you can't do than there are of things that you can do. Um, but we're going to have we're going to have the hockey team on the right side of town. If it doesn't work you know, and they still got to get that new arena built, right. they, they can't live in this forty eight hundred seat venue for forever. Yeah. Uh, it's a good patch, you know, if they get something built for the 2024 season, maybe just spend two think, seasons in there. You really think something could be built that quickly right now? Two years. I don't think so. Have Materials you seen the area around Tevi town Lake? Have you seen all of those insurance buildings? Go yeah. Up? And do you have any idea how much faster they'd be going up if stuff wasn't stuck in ports for months at a time? I mean, no, you have true. people that ordered a freaking sofa eight months ago that still don't have a sofa. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. This is sports talk, Jeff. Forgetting all about yeah. the, about the well, supply chain Forgetting issues. about the yeah. I'm like I don't see any scenario where a stadium is built in two years, given the current strain on literally everything right now. You know what else is starting up? Uh, you know, and again, it comes in. It, it doesn't come to to us until April. But April sixteenth, we get the United States Football League. Uh, there's eight teams. <laughs> they will play all of their games. You will play all of the regular season games in Birmingham. Do so we have a team down here? We don't. No, we didn't get one this time. Not no. like the hot shots. And it wouldn't matter because they're playing all their games in Birmingham. And then, It wouldn't matter because we'd still at least follow if there was a Phoenix team. And then, Do you remember following the hot shots when we were in Belize three years ago? It was great. Yeah. It was great. And and they were conveniently on the road both you know, both weekends that we were in Belize. But they didn't. Uh, they didn't play at the end of their season, so yeah. it really didn't matter how many games we missed or, or attended or followed because literally we went nothing to one came. Game and we sat in the front row for six dollars, and it was amazing. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and I wish all these uh, spring leagues, these offshoot leagues, I, I wish them the, the most of luck. Uh, so we're going to get uh, the USFL coming on April 16th. Uh, it's going to be, I believe, a 10-game season. And all the regular season games will be played in Birmingham. And then all of the postseason game, including the USFL championship, will take place in Canton, Ohio. Uh, beginning the weekend of June 25th. So uh, look out for that. And then next year, we've got the XFL coming back. Uh, new owners. Uh, so their by, third time? This will be the third time. Uh, but you know, remember, they were they were just here in 2020. They were just here. Uh, they were doing pretty well. And then the world shut down. And Vince McMahon ended up selling the XFL portion of his operation uh, to The Rock and his investor group. Uh, so they are, um, from what I understand, they are going to be treated as a Petri dish for the NFL. New surfaces, new rules, new equipment. Uh, they do not want to do any player sharing that's going to be forbidden by uh, the NFL's uh, collective bargaining agreement. But the XFL set to start play next year uh, will work in cooperation with the NFL to try new things. 
This is very similar to what baseball does with the Arizona Rookie League, where the the wins and losses truly do not matter at that level. But uh, you know, you're still selling that entertainment. There's no greater goal. I mean, you're it's not a double A or triple A championship on behalf of an affiliate team in the NFL. This is a, their championship is their championship. So that's the ultimate prize that they're playing for. Let's give a shout out to the troops listening on the American Forces Network. Jen Rich right here with me in Phoenix, Arizona. My name is Jeff Rich. This is Foul Territory on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and we'll be right back. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 1759 Again, that's 800-449-1759. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can and start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. To demonstrate the power of Cricket Nationwide 5G, we brought in this monster truck. And to tell you Cricket 5G is available on every plan at no extra charge, we brought in this fleet of monster trucks. Now that's power! Nationwide 5G on all plans at no extra charge. Plus a Cricket Dream 5G phone free when you switch. <laughs> Tastes like power, too. Smile, you're on Cricket. Must bring your number to Cricket on a $60 a month plan. First month service charge and tax due at sale. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. 
You're listening to Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America with Jeff and Jen Rich. Welcome back in, everyone. Jeff Rich with you from Phoenix, Arizona. Jen Rich right by my side here. A few things uh, I want to get out here before we move on to bigger and better things is, first of all, Aaron Rodgers gets really sentimental on his Instagram. Uh, Even with the... A uh, fiance that uh, has broken off the engagement. Uh, thanks her. Thanks his teammates. Thanks his coaches. Thanks the coaches that have moved on. And uh, a lot of it looks like a goodbye to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, another team in the future for Rogers or Jen? Is this maybe Rogers saying goodbye or just being cryptic and going back to the Green Bay Packers? I think he's going somewhere else. You think he's going to play for be, a new team? He'll be going somewhere else. Okay, it won't be the Bears. It won't be the Browns. No. It's not going to be Pittsburgh. You don't think it's going to be Pittsburgh? No. Uh, so, Houston, that leaves Houston. Uh, he could follow Nathaniel Hackett out to Denver. I don't think that that's incredibly unlikely, even though the Broncos don't really do anything defensively for me that I don't think they, you know, th- that I think puts them head and shoulders above the Packers. Maybe he just wants to ch- change the scenery. Maybe you saw Brett Favre take the little retirement tour with the Jets and the Vikings. See, I don't think he's going to do anything like that, though. I don't think that he's going to end up in the NFC North because you know, where is he going to go? Is he going to go replace Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, play indoors, you know, eight games a year, nine games a year with the Detroit game? Or, you know, is he going to come play, go play for the Dolphins? You know, the Dolphins are a mess, though. You know, he needs a team that's going to win soon. Uh, you know, does he go meet up with Mike McCarthy and replace Dak Prescott down in Dallas? I think that would be uh, some spicy content for all of the talking heads during the day. But <sighs> Raiders? I mean, does Las Vegas make a, a whole heck of a lot of sense for him? I see. I I, I still want to believe that Russell Wilson ends up with the the Raiders. Uh, I don't think that that continues in Seattle. And if he leaves a void in Seattle, I don't see Aaron Rodgers filling it. So I just I'm challenged a little bit to find a landing spot for him. But there's a lot of West Coast uh, offense run throughout the NFL. So uh, you know, any team that wants him, you know, can have him. But uh, you know, as far as where he's going to go, I mean, does he kind of just take uh, Tom's place in Tampa? And, and there's thoughts that Tam- Tom's going to end up back in the league with the 49ers, which is something else I that I don't that. see. It's uh, a little interesting of a theory, I guess. Third team for him, though. I mean, what, what more does he have to prove? Does he just want to play in his hometown? I think if anything, I was going to say, I think Aaron Rodgers would be a little bit more interested in the 49ers because he's also from the northern part of California, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. he. Uh, I believe he went to De La Salle High School up there in, uh, in, in Concord. I could be wrong about that, but I know he ended up at a junior college, found himself back in Berkeley. Uh, you know, it was kind of a coin flip to be the number one overall pick. Alex Smith goes number one overall in 2004. And Rogers falls to 24 where he's got Brett. He's got to wait, wait out Brett Favre's retirement. And if you recall, Jen, that did not go very smoothly. No. Uh, so uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, frankly, has you know the ball in his court to do exactly what Brett Favre did, play the will they or you know will he or won't he? Uh, but uh, again, I, I think that he's going back to Green Bay. 
retirement's not really something I thought was in the cards for him. He's got one Super Bowl. I think that he really wants to win a second, and it's not like he can just attach himself to a team and make them uh, a Super Bowl team. That's This is not the sport of basketball. This is not the NBA. I think that uh, he's got to find the right situation. However, he could find something that doesn't look like it's all that close. You upgrade that quarterback position to Aaron Rodgers, and suddenly it's just in the conversation just because. Maybe that's the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, where does he go in the AFC East? He's, you know, I, I don't think you unseat Mac Jones in New England. Uh, maybe to the New York Giants. Uh, but that's kind of a mess of a situation there. I don't think that that's a team that's ready to win anytime soon. Uh, we also have. Chris Paul, Chris Paul played two minutes in the all-star game and he is out six to eight weeks. The team, the Suns have the best record in the league, so they'll go forward without him. Um, what have you caught, uh, you know, from this, uh, this Michigan, Wisconsin fight? I think it's weird that it's taken this long for somebody to get mad at Wisconsin. That's my takeaway from it. That's your takeaway. Like, I don't know how somebody hasn't slapped them in the face sooner than this. These fights, uh, these 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 are very bad for the sport. Uh, the answer is not eliminating the handshake line. The answer is to not get into fisticuffs. Of course, I am just tossing pebbles from the center of my glass house with this. Um, I have unfortunately been involved in post-game handshake uh, fracases or fracai. Uh, I was at the back of the line. Now, I was not an instigator, nor was I an initial target, but um, I ended up being the one holding the bat in my hands, uh, still wearing my catcher gear. And uh, when I went to complete my handshakes, because I demonstrate good sportsmanship, even though uh, you know some of our opponents uh, are unable to do that. What it, what it, what had happened was we lost a game, which turned out to be our last game of the season, and. Uh, after the game, there was uh, there was a budding rivalry between one of my teammates and a player on, an, uh, on, a, on a rival team who happened to be cousins of one of our teammates as well. And uh, there was a lot of uh, jawing in our home game, which was played early in the season. I got familiar with uh, when I asked for the background on the rivalry, I was told that it was, quote unquote, fourth grade BS. And so I never got a full further explanation season goes on. We play 10 games in between last game of the season. We're on their field and uh, I get caught. I get picked off third base to end the game effectively to end the season. So I'm wiping myself off while they're going through the handshake lines. And I hear a commotion. I look up standing five feet from third base and uh, my center fielder is in a headlock, you know, uh, pulling himself out of his Jersey, punching and swinging. Uh, and that, uh, that was the last handshake line of uh, my baseball career. In fact, uh, but uh you know, had we played any more games that season, uh, my center fielder would not have been able to play any longer, uh, nor was the instigator on the other team. But, um, yeah, he just got cold cocked in the, in the line. That's actually where I think I became familiar with the term cold cock. So uh, Juwan Howard uh, decides that he's going to play a full court press 
in the last stock couple minutes of the game, benches are emptied. You know it's garbage. You know what garbage time is. Yep. Uh, so you have Juwan Howard not playing garbage time the way that it's supposed to be played. He's got his guys pressing, and I understand you're going to play you know, uh, 40 minutes, uh, whether you're up 20, down 20, or, or, or tied. And they're down by what, 15? Yeah, they were down 15. They were not going to, they did not have any 15 point, no. uh, you know, steal in scores. They had lost the game. And Greg Gard's got young players on the floor. He calls timeout. He says, All right, you know, we're not going to just gripe at Howard for running a full court press on us at this unnecessary time. But I'm going to coach my guys to be able to dribble through it so that they don't embarrass themselves even with a 15-point lead. Uh, the timeout with 15 seconds left uh, aggravated uh, Jawan Howard. He voiced it to guard, and uh, I think words started to get exchanged, and Jawan Howard ends up hitting a Wisconsin assistant coach, and everybody's like, oh, Jawan Howard's got to get fired. You know, give him the Paterno treatment, right? Uh, he didn't hit a player. He hit a coach on another team. It was incidental. Uh, nobody went down, and while it's not great, yeah, you know how sometimes like you find out that uh, you know the worst punishment isn't coming. You're like, oh, that's cool. Well, it's not cool, but it's still, uh, you, you know, it, it's. And didn't he say hands were placed on him first? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there's a definite uh, mutual combatancy. Yeah. To the to this whole thing, and you know he he responded in kind. Uh, there were better ways to de-escalate. Uh, he didn't go those routes, but you know, are you going to punish? The kids that have committed to go and to play for him next year, are you going to punish the kids on that bench by making them play with a new leader that may not give them the playing time? No. I, I think that you slap him on the wrist. I thought a one-game suspension might have been okay. Two games is fine. The rest of the regular season, he comes back for the Big Ten tournament, still able to coach his team in the uh, in the NCAA tournament if that comes to be for Michigan which I believe it will. Uh, and they're on the fringe. Are they? Yeah, they might not make it in. Okay, so they have to play well in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. They might have to win it all. They might have to win the Big Ten tournament to, to get in. But that's Big Ten basketball. There's just so many teams that are kind of above the cut line in the Big Ten. They end up you know, just kind of looking at the end of the season. You look at these last five games. You look at the conference tournament, and some of the overall resumes are not going to be requisite with how they're playing right now. And what the tournament wants is teams that are hot right now, not necessarily teams that – Oh, wait, wait, I forgot the most important part. Teams that are going to make them the most money. So it doesn't matter what your overall body of work is. But if 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 we were just selecting teams based on merit, uh, I think that we would want the teams that are playing well right now. And that's why you get – that's why you put the – tournament champions in rather than the regular set. So, cause they don't care what you do January and February. They want to know how you're playing for four or five games against, uh, you know, against your own league, you know, uh, rapid play, play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, play Wednesday. If you're one of the bottom teams in the league, but the smaller schools, they want the, they want the team that's playing the best. They don't necessarily want the team that has earned it the the, uh, the most. And uh, that used to be the case for Gonzaga in the uh, West Coast Conference. Not not so much right now because they are. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, they are number one. Yeah. 
And, and they uh, won the West Coast Conference. And they, they are West Coast Conference champions. Okay, for the regular season. So uh-huh. they still have to play their conference tournament, which is coming up. It's so crazy to me that it's almost March because it yeah. feels like February barely barely started. It's a short month to begin with. It's three days shorter than – It's a know, tiny little baby month anyways. It's a tiny little baby month, but they, but it really did go – Pretty quickly. I think that's what you get with the Super Bowl right in the middle of the month. We did have that void that first weekend in February when they should have been uh, playing the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, I'll get through that. Uh, You know, sportsmanship, uh, don't get rid of the handshake lines. Let's just, uh, you know, try not to come to fisticuffs. And these are the opportunities for these college coaches to know players in the league. Tom Izzo hinted at it, uh, that he gets to say things to young stars uh in the league that you know he probably recruited so uh, this is a chance to catch up he talks about after the football games they do jersey swaps and everything so why can't basketball handle it and uh, i i tend to agree with that uh sentiment you don't see handshakes in you don't see them at all in baseball you never see two te- you know two uh, the opposite teams uh congratulating each other be at the end of the series be at a regular season game no matter what that you know they uh they slap their own hands and and that's it so there's really no interaction with baseball after the game uh but you do see it with uh basketball and you especially see it with football because it's almost like in the NFL games at the end of those games it doesn't even look like they were battling with each other for the last three and a half hours. It just looks like, uh, Oh, the game's over. It's time for us to hang out with our buddies on, on the field. And, uh, they always handle it really well. And I always like that. There's not the, you know, you don't do the dog pile thing, uh, in football when you win, uh, probably the super bowl would be the exception to that. But, uh, every regular season game, most playoff games, uh, there's a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of fraternization on the field after the game. All right, let's uh, throw to a break. One last, time uh we've got one segment to wrap it all up she's jenna i'm jeff it's foul territory on sports overnight america this is the sports byline broadcast network and we'll be right back i am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Hello, you there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. 
Maybe with an extra 600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744-800-756-3744-800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. You're listening to Foul Territory with Jeff and Jen Rich. Welcome back. Final segment of the hour. Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America. You can hear us Monday through Thursday night at 10 p.m. Pacific time. If it is not coming up on 11 p.m. Pacific time for you, you are listening to a replay. We appreciate you anyway. Uh, you can check out the show again, 10 p.m. Pacific time, sportsbyline.com, XM217, Sirius uh, I got that backwards. Series 217 XM 203. What are you smiling about over there, Jen? Just that you have the numbers wrong. Yeah, because you, you know them very well because you say them on kind of a, a regular basis. But uh, let's get some things out here towards the end. Uh, first of all, if you were on social media and talking smack about Michael Jordan not attending the NBA 75 event that took place at halftime in Cleveland because you saw him at the NASCAR event at Daytona, uh, you wouldn't know that he took a private jet. He took the PJ, landed at Burkefront Airport, and got there before the halftime ceremony ended, which which worked out well because he's the best player of all time, so he's the last one to be introduced. Uh, but Michael Jordan double-dipped uh, with his team. Well, 20- yeah, he's getting into racing. Yeah, yeah, he's an owner. Yeah. He's, he's an owner in racing. He's an there owner in basketball. So, basketball. So he's got uh, him and Brad Doherty both. Uh, Brad Doherty played against him on uh, those Cavs teams of the 80s and the early 90s. Uh, I don't know if we watched the Kentucky Derby last year. We probably did not. I always sleep through it, and you know it. Uh, the winner on the day of the race, uh, Medina Spirit, uh, who's now deceased, uh, had the 2021 Kentucky Derby taken away from him, uh, beat a horse by a half length. Championship goes to that horse a second time. It's happened since 2019. And before that, I think it was 1968 that we had to disqualify uh, the winning horse from. Oh, good. So even the horses are a scam now. Yes, they are. It's all a scam, Jen. Uh, Have you not been paying attention? You got anything to add? No. 
All right, that's going to do it for us here tonight on Foul Territory. Thanks to Jen. Thanks to Daniel on the other side of the glass. I'm Jeff Rich. This has been Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America. Now stay tuned for more sports coming away next hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.